What's up, everybody? This is Noah Alvarez, and you are tuned into another episode of the My Mike and I podcast, episode 99 of the show, man. One episode away from the century mark. That feels really good to say. You know, wow. Uh, hard work really does pay off, guys. Shout out to everybody that's listening. Shout out to Generic Sports, too. One of the hardest working producers in Orange County. Posting on Twitter, posting on Instagram. Just search up Generic Sports. Also, check him out on SoundCloud and his band camp. Support your local producer, guys, the best way you can. And shout out to Vince Correa for designing the My Mike and I logo that you're seeing in your screen. He also helps out a ton with the My Mike and I Instagram page. If you're on Instagram, be sure to go give that page a follow. At my period, Mike and period I. That's one more time. At my period, Mike and period I. Uh, also, follow me on Twitter at underscore noah alvarez n-o-a-h-a-l-v-a-r-e-z for those of you who have trouble spelling it's a good way to interact with me about the show but i also post a lot of my articles on there yes i still write from time to time on different platforms now um i also have an nfl mock draft thread going on i also have a lot of nfl hot takes or just sports hot takes in general and yeah twitter is a great place to interact with me on a more personal basis now before we get into this week's show did want to wish or well i do hope everyone in orange county california united states and the world is staying safe amidst the covid19 outbreak the coronavirus that's really taken over our lives for the past month or so i think seriously it's taken over our lives the past two weeks here in the united states but definitely it's been in the news for the past since really january and you kind of saw it creep over from china and eventually spread to different parts and pockets of the world. So it's pretty it's pretty nuts, not going to lie. And I don't want to talk too much about it. But I do think it's kind of cool that we could look back at this time period. Because this time period is history in the making, essentially. You know, I'm 25. And by the time I have grandkids, our grandkids are probably are going to be studying this in, in their history classes. As, you know, world and U.S. history. How this COVID-19 outbreak really just kind of shook the world. And it'll be interesting to see what develops, what developments come after this, both on a political stage, sports stage, just everything. Because I feel like we were definitely unprepared for this. Um, and like I said, in a lot of different aspects. So it's going to be interesting to see how this affects our society and culture and just how we do things going forward. Most importantly, I hope you guys are finding new hobbies, working on old hobbies that you maybe dropped because you didn't have the time. And just keeping your minds occupied, productive, whether it's a puzzle. You know, watching a new YouTube channel, trying a new recipe, reading a book, you know, listening to a new podcast, starting a new show on Hulu. It doesn't have to be something so complex, guys. Just, you know, try and find your, try and find ways to keep your mind activated and, you know, always challenge your mind because that's the only way you're going to grow. Now, I do have some exciting news for episode 100. I know we're on episode 99 technically, but I do want to announce we're doing a giveaway this upcoming week. And how you can participate? Well, let's get into let's get into what I'm giving away actually. So first place prize, the first place winner will win a $25 Amazon gift card and five on Mike and I stickers. Now second place, you're also going to get five on Mike and I stickers, and uh, you're also going to get a book. This book called The Periodic Table of Hip Hop. I'm a big reader. I don't want to say I'm a big reader, but I do like reading, and I like spreading knowledge too. There's no point of me after I finish a book. There's no really point of me just hanging on to it and just putting on a bookshelf in my room for you know just gonna sit there collect dust and I maybe read it I might read it you know in a couple years down the road but I think if you know I read a book once and I'm done with it I like to give them away and I've given plenty of books away so this will be part of the giveaway I, I said first and second place because eh, it shouldn't be first and second place I guess those are just the two 
prizes that you can win uh, depending on who wins the first when I do the random name selector whoever gets it first they have the choice of the $25 Amazon gift card and the stickers or the book and the stickers and the book was like almost 20 bucks so you're kind of getting like a similar value but nonetheless those are my giveaway it's the first giveaway here on the Mike and I podcast I will be posting an Instagram post this Sunday Sunday April 5th I'm recording this on the second so Sunday April 5th I will be posting on the Twitter or on my Twitter <laughs> and on Instagram at my period Mike and period I on Twitter it's at underscore Noah Alvarez I'll be posting on how you can participate in the giveaway and potentially win some dope prizes but on Instagram after I make that post if you tag three people who you think would really like the podcast also leave a review on Apple podcast screenshot it and in that review talk about your favorite show so it could be you know it could be this most recent episode episode 99 it could also be the first episode or the earliest episode that I still have in the library back when we were the pod fathers so it could be either one just screenshot it to me dm me on instagram and that's how that's all you have to do that's all you have to enter so comment and tag three people that you think might be interested in the show leave a review on apple about your favorite episode of the podcast screenshot it and dm me now if you're not on instagram that's why i gave my twitter out you can dm me on twitter and post your post a tweet and use the link whether it's soundcloud apple spotify it's you know i'm on all the platforms now post a tweet about your favorite episode of the podcast tag me in it at underscore noah alvarez and then dm me that uh the screenshot of the review that you left on apple podcast i'd greatly appreciate it guys um like i said i hope to be doing more giveaways down the road obviously i had to get my finances in order before i do some stuff like this but my goal going forward is to do you know some giveaways every 10 episodes or so just to interact with you guys because i greatly appreciate you guys greatly appreciate the fan base of my mic and i so yeah that's the my mic and i giveaway coming this upcoming week for the century mark but before we get into that episode 99 now on this week's episode i'm joined by mikhail lowry he joins this week's show and he is the host of the social digest podcast which is available on all platforms you can follow him on instagram at the with two e's social digest one more time it's at the social digest with two e's and the and we basically talk about he's an entrepreneur first of all a little background he's an entrepreneur who's worked on multiple different platforms he's worked in construction the food industry videography and how he has a podcast and in our convo conversation uh, we chat about how to withstand the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur, developing micro goals, and how to use them effectively, overcoming fear, and much, much more. It's a super dope podcast. It could be very helpful for, to you guys if you're looking to be an entrepreneur or start something and take a leap of faith. Without further ado, hope you guys enjoy the conversation between Mikhail and I. Well, first off, how, how have you been? How have you handled during the self-quarantine, the social distancing and all that? Uh, you know, man, it, it's pretty crazy because like, so it's me and my wife and four kids and, you know, trying to contain children inside of a, a house and a, well, I live in an apartment, but two bedroom apartment. It's kind of tough, bro. I'm not even going to, you know, I'm not going to front with you. It's, it's definitely kind of tough because you know, kids want to run around, they want to play, they want to go outside, but it's like, no, you can't because they're, they're actually, they're not really vulnerable to the virus, but in the same breath, like you never really know, you know what I mean? It's right. things like, you don't ever really want to take the chance, mm -hmm. but for the most part, bro, um, I haven't really been impacted. 
like work wise as far as uh, the quarantine goes because mm-hmm. I'm I guess I'm considered like uh, essential in a sense because I'm in construction mm-hmm. so uh, it hasn't really impacted me that way but it's more so impacted me as far as not being able to you know just go out to the store or go to the movies or mm-hmm. you know take my kids out to the park you know right kind of like those date nights yeah you know it kind of it kind of affected me that way so you know it, I mean it's a good thing and a bad thing you know what I mean because if you look at it one way it's like everyone's complaining about being at home and not being able to do anything but then on the same token the same palette you look at it this way like you have more time to spend with your loved ones you know what yeah I mean? mm-hmm. like you start to see things that you never really seen in your kids or you start to see things that you never really seen in your girlfriend slash right. whatever so it's like you know it's a, it's a blessing and a curse either way you know mm-hmm. i think most importantly too like for me I, i've been able to catch up on readings more i've uh, been able to listen to more podcasts catch up on some you know episodes that i fell behind on on tv shows you know i've been i've been coloring a lot painting a lot so i feel like it's a a lot of those like side hobbies I have outside of like work and podcast stuff, I feel like it's it's been nice because I've been able to hit on those more, you know. So it's it's been for me, I've been I made best of the time, I guess you could say. Yeah, man. Honestly, like this time is like the perfect time for anyone who, you know, thinking about a, a second passion, a mm-hmm. passion project. This is like the perfect time to do it because you have nothing but time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people, some people didn't have the luxury. Uh, to where they're still able to work some people did get laid off laid off but you know that shouldn't be an excuse to stop you know what I mean it should, right. be, it should be more motivation for you to start what you always wanted to start you just made an excuse that you couldn't start it because you didn't have time yeah exactly it's time you know what I mean so yeah uh, I don't know I think the coronavirus is kind of like a blessing and a curse Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's smart for people to have side hustles, right? And you know, you have the podcast now. I know you also have a videography background too. Has always ha- have you always had a side hustle that you've kind of you know always been working on the side on? Yeah. So younger, when I started out, uh, probably around like fourteen, fifteen, I started doing construction, but I didn't really care for it. You know, it was it was. I never really liked to get my hands dirty, <laughs> uh, quote unquote uh never liked rough hands and things like that and construction was like always about that yeah so I told myself like man i need to figure out how i'm gonna maneuver out of construction so i had to you know make up a game plan and what i wanted to do um you know i went to college went to school for physical therapy uh graduated got an aa but you know didn't really want to do that so uh got out of that and uh i just stayed doing construction but in the back of my mind i've always wanted to be a creator I've always wanted to you know make videos I've always wanted to shoot music videos and you know just be be a influence person you know be a be a creator and that's what got me into buying uh you know my camera that I have now which is a Sony a7 III Mm -hmm. and uh you know I just I just shoot with it all the time bro but I never really post anything because I feel like it's like you know that self-doubt that creeps in your mind yeah like ah you know no one's gonna like that so you know I better not post it and you know to be honest with you it's probably it probably is really good I just you know I just kind of like punked out so Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but yeah going back to your point as far as have I always had a side hustle um I think so you know as an entrepreneur you know my dad is uh it's his own company so you know I work for my dad but 
uh, I've kind of been entrepreneurial like my whole life. So mm-hmm. I've always just tried to do entrepreneurial things, whether that be selling candy or, you know, making videos on YouTube. So mm-hmm. it was just always something that I always wanted to do, you know? Yeah. You mentioned selling the candy. Was that like one of your earliest experiences doing entrepreneurial things? Yeah. So that was in high school. Uh, we okay. had candy for uh, for football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember those. <laughs> So we had to, you know, go door to door and uh, sell candy for uh, fundraising and things like that. And then the winner got like a prize or whatever. I don't remember what it was, but um, yeah, we, that was like one of the first entrepreneurial things that I did in action. But in actuality, my whole life has been entrepreneurship, seeing my dad, you know, always in construction, doing, you know, his own thing and Mm -hmm. clients and things like that. So. I've always seen it. It was always in my face. And don't get me wrong. I did have job jobs. Like I worked at AMC. I worked at Big Five. Yeah. Hey, I worked at Big Five too. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that story, but my boss, he was kind of a douche. So I, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I did have uh, day jobs, quote unquote, nine to five. And mm-hmm. I realized when I was doing them that it just wasn't for me, you know. Yeah. It didn't feel like. And it's going to sound like kind of messed up, but I didn't feel like I belonged there. Mm-hmm. You know what I, mean? I felt like I needed to do my own thing. And I've always felt like I needed to do my own thing. So that's why I feel like a nine to five really didn't really work for me. Mm-hmm. You know? And I like that you were able to like kind of act out on that too. Cause I feel like a lot of people are kind of get stuck in that nine to five life and they kind of settle for it, I guess you could say. But I think, you know, there are some people, whether it's you or other people who make music or just there's, I feel like there's outliers and it's not outlier in a bad thing. It's people who, like you said, want to create, like I said, whether it's, you know, actually with like a paintbrush and doing art, making music, making videos, taking photos. Like there's a lot of people who out there who want to create and aren't willing to settle or, you know, they're not happy uh, as some of the other like older generations, I guess you could say, you know, they're not as happy with settling with the nine to five office type job, you know? Well, most people that I feel like uh, settle with a nine to five is just they're afraid that they're not going to be as good as they envision themselves. You know yeah. what I mean? They they have this they put up this escape goat that if I jump out and 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 do something that I really want to do, I'm going to fail at it. Mm-hmm. And they already have that in their mind, so they're like, you know what? I'm not even going to try it. You know, there's some people that are very comfortable where they're at at that nine to five. So they're like, you know, I, I got food on the table. I can pay my rent. I can pay my car. You know, I can buy diapers for my child. I can do all these things with this job. So why would I mess a good thing up to go for something that's uncertain? And one of the things with entrepreneurship and success in general that I find is if you don't take that leap of faith, you're never really going to know, you know what I mean? You're never really going to grow. And then when you're 80 years old or however old you are before you die, you're going to be thinking like, damn, you know, I should have just, I should have just did that. You know what I mean? When did you first take that leap of faith or did you always have it growing up? Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't always have it. And, and low key, I still kind of struggle with it now. Um, mm-hmm. you know, going back to the point where uh, I don't put out the, the videos of, that I, that I shoot. Right. Right. Um, it's, it's just one of those things that you got to take day by day. You know what I mean? It's never something that, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some people have it, you know, when they have it, they just, you know, they're daredevils. They'll just jump off a cliff. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm just not one of those people. Right. Work 
work on it myself. You know, I have to, you know, pace myself. I have to make micro goals and, and tell myself that it's going to be okay. You know, I have to kind of reassure myself to, to get to that level. Mm-hmm. You know? But going back to your point, I, sh- I feel like, uh, I feel like that when you don't have something that other people have, meaning like the, the, the courageous attitude and the, you know, the, all those things, mm-hmm. you, you have to find out what works for you. Right. Works for me. Yes. Yeah. What works for me is, you know, writing it down and sitting down, writing it down, sketching it out and putting a plan together because without a plan, you know, you're, you're kind of destined to fail. You don't know really where you're going. You're kind of feeling in the dark and hoping you find the door, you know? Right. Right. So, um, you know, my way may not work for everyone, which, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's path is different, but, um, you know, it might help for some people, you know? And you know, it's crazy when you mentioned that, cause I, I was, my first goal was to get into ESPN, kind of like the sports reporting and broadcasting side of it. I did that at school. Once I got finished with school, I landed an internship with Fullerton College in the athletics program and at their radio station kind of covering games. But I remember at least being on camera for me, like I always felt I had to be very like Stephen A. Smith-ish, I guess you could say, charismatic, flamboyant. Like that wasn't me as a person. I was always like a relatively shy kid, you know, more laid back. I, I would talk, but like I wasn't always out there like doing talent shows or just you know, I wasn't the leader, I guess you could say, when it came to talking and conversations. Right. But um, so I remember like my mentors were really great in that program just because they're like, hey, like you're trying to do too much of this and you're not that. So you need to put your own twist on it and be yourself, but also still be knowledgeable. And so I, then once he told me that, it kind of just clicked for me and I stopped overthinking, stopped trying to be the Stephen A's, the very like flamboyant personalities and, you know, I think it's really like worked with me. People say like, oh, you look so much more natural now. You look so much more um, calm, relaxed. You know, you're very laid back, but you're still like you're, you know, and you're laid back, but you have the correct information. So I was just like, you know, that's you have to find your niche. You have to find, like you said, the way you do it best. Yeah, dude, that, that's definitely a great point, because I feel like, you know, my whole throughout all of high school, I was a people pleaser. I was yeah. a person who needed to be you know, not, it sounds weird, but I needed to be praised by other people, you know, other people's, what other people thought about me actually really mm-hmm. affected how I actually felt, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that went into depression and, and a whole bunch of other stuff. But um, I feel like if you're not, if you're trying to put on this character that you think other people are going to like you for, and that it ends up failing, you know, you're going to lose yourself who you truly are along right. that way because you, you made this whole secondary person that you don't really know or how to act, really. And, you know, you're just putting on this fake profile for other people. But in reality, that's not really who you are. Mm-hmm. And that was like a great point, what you said that, you know, you, you tried to be, you know, flamboyant and out there and things like that. But that really wasn't you. And people could see it. Yeah. You know? So, uh it's always best to be yourself. It's always best to, you know, if, if people don't like who you are, then that's something that's wrong with them. You know, that's yeah, not, exactly. that's not something that's wrong with you. You know, if you, if you're one of those people that are, uh, you know, shy, like I'm, a, I'm a shy person. I don't like to be, you know, out there mm-hmm. loud colors. and <laughs> I've just never been that guy. Yeah. Um, once I know you and I get to know you or I'm comfortable with you, then, you know, I'm a little animated. Most people say I'm animated, but 
uh, when I don't know you and I'm, you know, I'm getting to know you, I'm a little bit more conservative, a little bit more reserved. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's okay too. Like we don't need a world full of like people who are all the same, like level of, you know, confidence or same level of personalities. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be too, it'd be very black. It would be very black and white if everyone was kind of the same, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. At what age did you kind of, like you said earlier, stop being a people pleaser and just really discover yourself and, uh, and, and what you're capable of? Sheesh. Uh, you know, that's crazy, bro. Crazy you asked that. Uh, so after high school, I noticed that I was a people pleaser and, and I really didn't like that about myself. And it kind of spiraled me into a depression kind of, because I was like, well, do I really like this stuff or do I like it because other people wanted me to like it? You know, I, the music I listened to or, you know, the shows that I watched, it was like, I was, I was second guessing myself all the time. And it wasn't until like recently, a couple of years ago that I just realized that, you know, like, screw it. If people don't like who you are, if people don't like, you know, that you're quiet, if people don't like, you know, your style of talking or whatever, because now this is going to kind of go on a little tangent, but <laughs> <laughs> growing up, I'm, I'm an African-American and yeah, but I grew up in Orange County. So I didn't, I didn't grow up around a lot of black people. So mm-hmm. everybody was always, I was either too white for black people or too black for white people. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like stuck in the middle, but I'm not light skinned, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dark skinned. So yeah. it, it kind of hurt, hurt me in that way as well. You know, I, I tried to be, black for the black people even though I was black so it was kind of weird but everybody would always tell me like oh you talk white so I was like okay Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand what that meant so after you know after high school a couple years after high school I just realized that you know what like if I talk white I talk white if I talk you know proper I talk proper like if you don't like it then I'm not the person for you yeah and I can say I've had a similar experience being like of Mexican-American descent uh, a lot of Mexican Americans are usually darker skinned than me too, and so they'll say like, you know, I remember just going to school in Sacramento and meeting a lot of different people from a lot of different places in California, but you know, they were they had their own Mexican customs and like you were Mexican if you did this, that, or the other, and you know, I didn't necessarily you know ride the horses or like work the farms like they did, so they're kind of, you know, made you like seem like you were. They wouldn't maybe be serious, but they'd always tease you like, ah, like you're not really Mexican. But then obviously like I'm not white either, like. You know, I had white friends, but like I didn't also I didn't really relate to them on the same level as, you know, some of my other friends that come from that Mexican-American background. So it definitely I felt like sometimes where you weren't you weren't white enough for obviously like the the white people. But then you weren't Mexican enough because, you know, certain things or how you grew up. So it's kind of weird, you know. Yeah. And that and that's more so the reason why I started my podcast was because Mm -hmm. I know that there's a lot of people out there like me you know what I mean that are that want to get their voice heard but just don't know how to voice it you know what I mean I I decided to start it so I can help other entrepreneurs just find their voice you know what I mean find out you know what they want to do what their passion is and just help them execute it that was that was my whole goal you know I, I hope to help as many entrepreneurs as I can through my podcast you know I'm not I'm not trying to sell them anything I'm not trying yeah. to uh you know, promote anything. I'm just, you know, talking one-on-one like we're talking now, you know, it's my whole thing is I get a high off of helping others. Nice. 
you know, that's always been something that I've, I've done, even throughout all of my life, mostly. Mm-hmm. People have always come to me and asked me for advice, whether it be, you know, I don't know, something stupid like, <laughs> what, something, what, what should we eat today? Yeah. Um, you know, I was always that, I was always that guy, you know, because I was, I was the only son, so I had to grow up really fast, and I didn't really have a chance to really make mistakes, you know? I had to, like, pay bills at a young age not because I had to do it was it was just because my dad was gone in construction and doing work and stuff like that so I had to be the man of the house so I just I kind of grew up a little faster than most Mm -hmm. you know all throughout high school everybody would always call me the dad because (laughs) yo I'm here (laughs) like we shouldn't be over here yeah just chill like we're we're like we're 17 we're 18 years old yeah But it's like I can't, you know what I mean? I can't, I can't just sit back and just let you guys like ruin your life. But mm-hmm. I think, I mean, for me, I can say that comes from like strict parents, because like I was always the, the friend, like you said, who would always watch out for cops, or just like I was very paranoid of getting in trouble whenever we were doing bad things, just because I know if I got in trouble and I came home, like my parents are gonna whip my ass, you know what I mean? So that that was my fear amongst my friends. I don't, I don't think everyone got their ass whooped like I did. So. You know, it was a different kind of fear if you got in trouble or something, you know? <laughs> right, definitely. Definitely, I feel you. Yeah. So, your po- you started the podcast. How did you come up with the name Social- The Social Digest? <sighs> okay, so The Social Digest, uh, it was kind of like a play on words. Uh, socially, everybody has these misconceptions about how we're supposed to act socially. And everyone has their own way of, of thinking how we're supposed to act, you know? You're not supposed to burp in public. You're not supposed to fart in public. You're not, <laughs> yeah. You know, stuff like that. You know, you're not, you're not supposed to like tell a girl she's pretty or whatever, you know, everybody just has these, these myths that, that they write into law. Like it's just, that's the thing to do, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's all relative, you know, what, what's, what's somebody else's truth is not somebody else's, you know? And then the digest part was just, how much stuff we digest throughout the day you know yeah so that's why i came up with the social digest because socially we just digest so much crap and we just gotta we just gotta decipher which one is actually roses mm-hmm. that's true i like that i like that saying how what, what were some of the podcasts that you were listening to before you started your own um so i was like i like i said before i i dealt with depression a lot so i was always trying to listen to motivational people um now joe rogan's podcast wasn't really motivational yeah but i've learned from joe rogan is it's just the way he speaks you know what i mean how he how everything is just so normal you know what i mean i don't it's kind of hard to explain but he's in life yeah it just sounds like you know it's just easy for him to just say like oh hey like and you're just like wow you know (laughs) Even if you're not even into what he's talking about, you just you just listen to it. You know, what yeah. I mean, you you can lose a whole two hours just listening, to <laughs> him and oh, you can't even recall what he's talking about. But you just you know just never turn it off. So mm-hmm. um, there's another guy that I listen to. His name is uh, Eric, the hip hop. Uh, I think it's the hip hop entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's just a motor. He's the number one motivational speaker in the world. He's above Tony Robbins and, uh, you know, all of them. So, you know, I just listen to them just for, you know, extra motivation in the morning. You know, everybody struggles with what they struggle with. 
and you know everybody's not perfect so you know it's no point to act like we are you know on social media it's, it's one of those things where you look at social media and you only get the perfect part of somebody mm-hmm. if you want to portray that you're rich you can be rich if you want to portray that you know you travel a lot then you can do that too so yeah you know, social media i feel like in this generation is is just so different than what it was when we were younger mm-hmm. like if somebody was bullying us on facebook we just block them yeah fucking log off you know but now it's like kids have like 20,000 followers and they're like i can't just log off like this is my life and it's like okay i mean what do you want me to say to that mm-hmm. so i just feel like social media is one of those things that that is a necessity but we need to learn how to use it properly and not let it overtake our lives Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good uh, segue. It's just what I wanted to ask is because do you think social media can be abused and lead to like a lot of mental health stuff, depression? I've talked about it on this previous shows, but what's kind of your opinion on social media and, and the rise of mental health? Yeah, man, I really believe that social media has a big part in mental health because like even in myself, like when I used to post uh I had a food channel uh, before and I would go to restaurants and do reviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I would post the content on my page and I would get like 10 likes. And I'm like, man, what am I doing? Like why this guy's picture is worse than mine, but yet he has like a thousand likes. Yeah. And he comments and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? So now I'm like on YouTube trying to figure out, you know, SEO stuff and trying to figure out, you know, mm-hmm. what hashtags to use and, it gets it gets pretty it gets pretty crazy, bro. Because you feel like, okay, if it doesn't get a certain amount of likes, all right, I'm taking it down. Like, I'm not gonna let somebody just see I got ten likes and then they're like laughing at me. But in reality, like, no one's really laughing at you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just all it's just all in our brains. Like, I don't know if you notice, but you can tell yourself like if you're feeling sick one day, you'll tell yourself like, yeah, I'm feeling sick. Like, I hope I'm not getting sick, but I, I feel sick. And then the next thing you know, like you're sick. Yeah. Like you can, your mind is so powerful that you can will whatever you want into existence. That's true. People don't really understand about it. They just think that, you know, if they want it bad enough, that it's just going to pop out of thin air. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to cultivate it. You have to speak it to existence and you have to actually believe it. You can't Mm -hmm. just, you can't just say it. Yeah. No, yeah, and like believing it is a huge part of it. I think you also too got to kind of ignore the noise around you. I think coming, we both played sports, and in sports, especially at football, there's only you know two or three linebackers that start, um, you know, and I, there's only one quarterback that starts. There's only one running back that starts. Sometimes you get guys who rotate in, but it, in sports, a lot of sports, there's a starters and there's a backups, and so only one person or a few people can win at that position. Where in life, I've learned that it's not necessarily like that too, and going back to what you're saying, just like comparing yourself to other food pages. I remember like my friend who's a producer and he makes the beats and instrumentals for the show. You know, I remember when I heard first like Broccoli by Little Yachty and we're like, yo, this beat is like dumb. Like it almost seems like a song that was kind of made as a joke and they'll say it was, but it got popular. Or you'll see like a, a random Vine or YouTube video that's not like not really good quality and not even doing anything funny, but like just got like really popular, got a whole bunch of views and likes. And you're just like, yo, like I could have done something way better than that. And you don't get the same amount of likes or, or uh, validation. And so 
you have to learn to ignore that too and just be proud of your own work. Yeah, you definitely have to drown out the noise because if you don't, it's going to kill you. Yeah. You know, whether you take your own life or somebody takes it for you, you know, that's, that's definitely why social media is one of those things that it's really good in some ways and then it's really bad in others. But, you know, going back to your point of, um, you know, finding your own way, I feel like the number one thing that helps, you know, people in general, not just entrepreneurs, but people in general with wanting to grow whatever it is they're trying to grow, whether that be a YouTube channel or, you know, or Instagram page, whatever, um, is consistency. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to be consistent at what you want to do and you have to be passionate about it. If you're not, if you're not passionate about it, if you don't want to wake up every day and do that, then that's not something you want to be in. You right. Know what I mean? Waste your time, waste your energy, you know, waste your resources, your money. You know, time is the ultimate thing that everybody always wants back mm-hmm. and that's one thing you never get back you never get time back you can't you know rewrite rewrite history in a sense you know you can you can only do what you can do in that day you yeah have 24 hours to do something yeah okay so say you sleep eight hours of the day you still have 16 hours left right so that's hours if you bust your cheeks for eight hours you still have <laughs> an additional eight hours to do whatever you want to do Right. So, you know, as long as you stay consistent and just, you know, work your tail off, dude, I, there's nothing you can't do. If you see somebody that, you know, it's playing a stock market or something and, you, you know, you want to make $500,000 a year, that's your goal. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Your path is not going to be the same as the next guy. But, hey, if you've got consistency and hard work, there's nothing that can stop you. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at, like, to bring it into sports, look at, uh, what was his name? He was from LSU. He was like the shortest strong safety. Oh, Terry Matthew. Oh, man, that's my guy. He was the shortest strong safety like ever. And everybody counted him out like, oh, you're never going to make it. You're never going to get do that. Bro, hard work, determination. Mm-hmm. He made them see that he was the best thing coming out of LSU. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's no matter if you're small, no matter if you're big, no matter if you're yellow, green, black, whatever. If you want to do it, put your mind to it, will it into existence, and be consistent. I guarantee you, all three things, there's nothing you can't do. Mm-hmm. I think one thing a lot of I want to add too is that one thing a lot of people overlook when trying to pursue a side hustle or something they're really passionate about is you're gonna to have to make a lot of sacrifices to that normal lifestyle you were very comfortable with. You have to break out your comfort zone because that's the only way you're gonna grow and kind of, you know. I remember, especially after playing football, I really like I didn't have an identity and I, I went to play juco one year at golden west and after i had stopped playing i had friends that were kind of like you know going out all the time and i remember that wasn't really my thing but i got comfortable like with going out every weekend and you know like i would i eventually became like very normal to me but when i wanted to pursue the sports thing more and more especially like through the fullerton college um internship with the sports program i just had to sacrifice so much more hanging out time and every now and then I will catch up with old friends when I do have the time. But, you know, I, I'm willing to make sacrifices because it's something I do love, whether it's the podcasting, whether it's the sports reporting, whether it's being behind the camera or in front of the camera and, and recording. So just, you know, you have to be willing to make sacrifices and, and maybe miss out on a family event or maybe missing out on hanging out with friends if you're really passionate about something, you know? Yeah, definitely. You have to. Yeah, you definitely got to make sacrifices. You know what I mean? You, you can't. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. <laughs> you 
you have to you definitely have to make sacrifices sometimes you know when your friends want to hang out and that's another thing about you know friends if you're if you're passionate about say like you're passionate about uh you know broadcasting and sports broadcasting and things like that if the friends you hang out with aren't really passionate about that or don't really care about that you know it's gonna mess with your morale eventually mm-hmm. may not right away may not happen months from now might not happen years from now but eventually it's gonna hit you like I gotta go do you know an interview and you know I gotta prepare for it I gotta write a script I gotta do this I gotta do that and you know their their mind is not there so they're like man let's just chill bro let's go let's go to DTF let's go yeah. you know, downtown LA like let's it's Friday night like what are you studying for a test for <laughs> getting ready for an interview like what do you mean yeah um, you know and and it, and it's very hard to say like sometimes you just have to you know, move away from that situation. You know, you if you if you're around like-minded people, you're gonna be, you're gonna feel happier. You mm-hmm. know, you're gonna feel more empowered because it's like we're all doing the same thing. If you're a cameraman, you hang out with other cameramen, and that's not saying that you just ditch your day ones. That's <laughs> not what I mean. You need to surround yourself with like-minded people. Otherwise, you're not really gonna go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's stuff to say but it's the truth mm-hmm. you know the, tr- the truth is always messier than you know what people really want to hear they don't really want to hear the truth they just want to sugarcoat it and think that you know the sky falls out you know skittles it's, <laughs> not, uh, it's not that simple you know and, and if you're following a passion and you and you want it to grow and you truly honestly want to do this for the rest of your life mm-hmm. sacrifices you have to make you know yeah Back- Friend time, movie time, you know, those are the things you have to to uh, sacrifice on, but not so much to where as you lose yourself and right. as you lose your passion. And then eventually, if that's all you do, you're just going to burn yourself out and then you're not going to be passionate about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You definitely have to take time out to, you know, hang out with friends and take time out to, you know, do think, reward yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? All the hard work you put in, mm-hmm. reward yourself. You know what I mean? Our brains are are meant to follow patterns. You know, if you, if you are not a morning person, but for 30 days you've been waking up at five in the morning, I guarantee from then into whenever, you're always going to wake up at five in the morning. Yep. Because it's a pattern that your mind can get used to. So, you know, if it's your passion, make a micro goal and just do that every day. Mm-hmm it every day you wake up you do it every day and eventually in 30 days it becomes a habit mm-hmm. so all it takes is 30 days if you could do it for 30 days consistently for 30 days you can do it for a lifetime yeah this one month just a month you'll be surprised on what what where it could take you in life mm-hmm. if you just stay in your same area same job same everything you're never going to be successful. You're never going to be who you actually are meant to be. You know, right. every, I, everybody in life is great. Mm-hmm. You have to find out how great we are, you know, but it takes people like you and I to bring it out in them because, you know, most people don't are afraid. You know, most yeah. people like yeah. myself, most people are afraid of failure. Most people are afraid of what other people are going to think. But it's like, if this is really what you want to do, you gotta you gotta nut up or shut up. You know what yeah. I mean? 
you can't you can't sit on the sideline and complain that you weren't in and the coach didn't put you in and all this stuff. But it's like you didn't come to practice. You didn't, you know, when when we're watching film, you weren't paying being attention. A, you know, you were laughing in the back with Oscar. You know what I mean? So <laughs> like, no, you you can't have it both ways. You either you either want it or you don't. There's no in between. You know, you can't you can't stand on that like thin line and be like, I'm going to play both sides of the field. It doesn't yeah. really work. Mm-hmm. And what you said too about micro goals is very important. Cause once I started doing that and just to bring up an example from my personal life, right after I graduated college, I wasn't reading as much and I did want to start reading more and more, but I would want to like read. I started making too big of goals. I started, I said, I wanted to read a chapter a day or not a chapter a day, a chapter a week. And that was a little bit too big of a goal for me. I started just doing a page a day. And that page a day has slowly turned in to now I, you know, read till I'm comfortable. Maybe it's four or five pages. If I have a little bit more time, especially with, you know, social distancing and, I, you know, not as much work right now. I've been reading almost whole chapters a day, but this took, I've graduated, I've been out of school for almost three years now, almost three years. So it's been something that I've slowly worked upon. And, you know, last year I read three books. My goal is to read four this year. So, just making small micro goals because if you shoot for the moon and if I want to went straight for 10 bucks a year, you're going to be most likely disappointed and that's going to discourage you from continuing to try. You're definitely going to burn yourself out. That's, that's, that's the point of creating a micro goal for, for mm-hmm. people that don't know what micro goals are. They're goals that are so small. You'll feel like crazy if you don't, if you don't accomplish it. Right. right. Like to, to, to feed off your point about reading books. Like if you feel like, you know, because knowledge is power, you know, you want to learn something, you're either going to watch it uh, on, on the internet or you're going to read about it. They're, those are the things that you can do. So if your thing is to read about it, then, you know, maybe tell yourself you're going to read four lines a day. Yeah. You kill it at four lines. Don't read five. Don't read six. Don't read seven. Don't read eight. You do it at four. That's it. You know, now you feel that you've accomplished something, you know, you feel happy, like, Oh man, I, you know, I did my four lines today. I'm, I'm good. So as long as you continuously, like I said before, consistency and hard work, if you consistently do it for 30 days, then it's going to become a habit. And then it's just going to be like normal. It's going to be your new normal. Mm-hmm. And then you set another micro goal, but you don't create a goal. That's like you said before, so far ahead, you know, you shoot to the moon. Yeah. It's just like, uh, you know, it's just like people who in the new years who always have these new goals. That oh, yeah, yeah. And they go out and get a gym pass, which is fine. But then they try and do every exercise in the world and end up getting hurt. And then they're like, ah, oh, man, screw this gym pass. Mm-hmm. But they're still ending up paying it for two years. You know what I mean? So just do micro goals, you know, don't go to the gym every single day because everybody else is mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday and maybe Sunday. Or Monday and Friday, or just one day a week. Like, hey, I'm gonna run five miles one day a week. Yeah, that's it. Don't yeah. try to exceed your goal. Just mm-hmm. do your goal, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Instead of setting that goal, hey, I wanna, I wanna lose forty to fifty pounds. Maybe just, hey, let's start with losing two to three. And and again, like once you accomplish it, that builds the confidence where you say, okay, I, I just, you know, lost two. Now let's go for three. Now let's go for five. Now let's go for ten. And before you know it. You'll, be, you'll have lost 50 pounds in a span of, you know, maybe it took a little longer than you thought, but still you're able to do so by setting micro goals and slowly advancing, you know? 
Going back to your podcast, uh, I noticed the length of your podcast is relatively short, which I feel like is very popular in the podcast industry now. Why did you start, why did you decide on the the short, quick hitters for your podcast length? So uh, at first, I was kind of doing like trying to stay at like the ten minute mark um, while I was doing my podcast, and then I jumped to sorry, uh, I jumped to um, five minutes because I felt like you know with social media, our attention span has like dropped dramatically mm-hmm. like the captivate capture somebody in like the first i feel like the first 15 to 20 seconds like they're gone you know what i mean like if your content is not yeah not which is kind of like a weird word to say but like up to par they're just gonna bounce you know what i mean like if your if your podcast is boring like you you get on the podcast you're like hey guys <laughs> You're gonna be like, what? <laughs> so you know, it's it's you. you I don't know, man. It it was just like one of those decisions that I made that that I felt like would be better for my audience. Mm-hmm. Just because, uh, you know, people don't have a lot of time to, you know, listen to you know podcasts all the time. This was even you know before coronavirus hit. Now everybody has time, but um, I think I'm gonna transition more into interview style uh podcast episodes like how we're doing now mm-hmm. also like everybody has a story you know mm-hmm. what i mean and everybody like say for example like with you you want to be a sportscaster well people who listen to your podcast want to might want to be a sportscaster too right uh, it's like if i get on individuals to my show my podcast that you know have a story to tell you know, they can lighten the load for somebody who actually wants to be in their, not in their shoes, but, you know, do the same things that they want to do. Maybe not the same way, but, you know, get some inspiration from them. Yeah. You know, I can't really cram that into five minutes. So yeah, uh, the podcast is relatively new, you know, it's a couple of months old. So I'm still kind of trying to like work through things to see what's going to happen. So, but, but majority of the things I, I definitely want to implement is, uh, you know, interview style uh, podcast, because I believe that, you know, everybody has a story and, mm-hmm. and when you know that you're not alone, it definitely helps. Oh yeah. hundred percent. You're definitely, if you're feeling like, cause you know, everybody feels like, oh, you know, I can't do it because this person is not doing it or, you know, my friends aren't doing it, but. It's like when you know that somebody else is in that same boat as you, it's like, yeah, okay. Like yeah. if he could, I can do it. You know what I mean? You start getting antsy. You start getting, you know, you know, uh, happy about it. Mm-hmm. Even, even more to that point is I feel like a mentor is definitely needed in the society today because mentors, like you said before in your, uh, in the internship, like you had really good people that were around you and, you know, it inspired you to be, great you know who you are today so you know with mentors my whole goal with my podcast is to be like that you know that big brother that you know that can you could just sit around and just listen to and or talk to and be like how do you feel about this like oh you know and I give them you know my two cents so Mm -hmm. you know that's that's what I feel and that's what I want to do with my podcast now the five minutes uh, it may not last it might see uh might see a a slow decline, but uh, I definitely want to get some uh, interviewees on. Mm-hmm. 
No, but you mentioned too, just like the, the fact your ability to mentor. That's, I work with kids in after school program, middle school age, and I just absolutely love it. I think that's also kind of inspired me to, I, I kind of found myself a little bit more and was able to tailor my podcast a little bit more to what I wanted to do. And kind of, like you said, share inspiring stories and, and you know, just working with the kids. Now I'm going to coach high school this upcoming season where I was supposed to. We'll see how it works with, uh, you know, COVID-19 and everything, pushing everything back. But, you know, that's it's something I really grew fond of is because, you know, whether or not you think you had it all as a kid or not, you grew up and you learn certain things that when you go help these kids, especially the middle school age, because it's such a confusing age for a lot of kids and it can either make or break them, you know, whatever knowledge you have, it'll benefit a handful of kids, you know. And so just seeing that help them get through whatever they're going through is amazing, you know, because then, you know, it'll, it'll lead, it'll be a, because people did that to me, you know what I mean? I remember having great mentors, whether it was a coach, a teacher, an uncle, godparent. And, and so the fact that you're able to give it back to some other kid who's out there now, you know, he's going to do it to a few more people when he's older. And it's just this ever going cycle that's just helping us grow more than, you know, one person at a time. You know, what you put out into the world will definitely come back to you. I believe, you know, tenfold, you know, if you, if you put out positively, positivity and, you know, love and, and things like that, you know, I feel like, you know, the universe is going to bless you back. You know, some people don't believe in God. I do, but uh, you know, I just feel like if you help somebody out and, you know, give them the necessary tools that they need to succeed, you know, it'll come back to you. It may not be at the time that you want it or, you know, least expect it, but it's, it's going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. But, true you know true to yourself and in, in, in helping other people you know it's not it's not always about us you know we, we get caught up with this uh me 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 stuff but whether you play sports or not there's still no I in team so mm-hmm. you know if you if you really want to do positive things in the world you know put out positivity you know doesn't matter if you know people don't believe in it or people don't agree with it as long as you believe in it and as long as you feel good about it then do it you know what mm-hmm. I mean so growing up, who were some of the bigger mentors or played that mental role for you that, you know, you're really thankful for? Uh, well, first off, it would probably definitely be my dad. Uh, I, I had a really good, you know, I was blessed to be, uh, to have a really good relationship with my dad. Uh, he was always, like, he was at work when he would go out, like, out of state and work and stuff like that. I would miss him a lot. But when he would come back, he would always, you know, be there for us, be there for me and my sisters. and. And, you know, just be that, that all around person that I needed, that shoulder that I can cry on, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. The next person will probably be my mom. Because uh, when my dad wasn't there, you know, my mom was. So um, those were really the, the influential, uh, influential, well, I can't even say that word, influential people in my life. Uh, that was always, I never really felt like, I could be influenced by like sports star like now this is gonna sound messed up because he passed away, but like Kobe Bryant, like some mm-hmm. people feel like when he died that he was well, he was that to some people, but like to me, I felt like he was in his own life, you know what I mean? He didn't I never met Kobe Bryant before, so mm-hmm. you know, he couldn't really influence me to be great, you know what I mean? I just I feel like you need to be inspired by the people that are around you, mm-hmm. people that are on the TV, you know what I mean? Because they don't really know who you are. True. Uh, 
you know, but but that's to each, you know, that's just my truth. That's not everyone's truth, you know. Right. I mean, people say Kobe helped them realize how, you know, being a great dad or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, just me personally, I feel like I need to be inspired by the people that are close to me that I can physically touch and physically see, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you can be whoever you want to be on the t- on on the internet, on the TV. Yeah. You know, there's nobody really knows what goes on behind the scenes mm-hmm. of all these shows. You know, they they do thousands and thousands of takes. You know, when I was in the food industry, we would same take like five, six, seven, eight different times. So okay, it's, it's just it's all relative. You know what I mean? Just my way of thinking might not be somebody else's. So I don't I don't want to get I don't want your listeners or anybody listening. To okay. Like, yeah. I will say this though about like guys like Kobe and I think going back to what we said about social media, social media can have, whether it's good or bad, Instagram and Twitter can be very impactful on us. But before social media is TV and, you know, before like Instagram, there was YouTube and, you know, radio even like those people, I think the way they marketed Kobe via TV with all the commercials and him jumping over cars, him jumping over pools. Uh, they just made him seem like larger than life and TV has that capability. T- TV had that capability before Instagram was around, right? Like people were, and I think a big one too, I want to throw out there is like uncle Phil. I know a lot of people who didn't have father figures in their life really love Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and they really love uncle Phil and even like people like J Cole and you'll hear other people in like music shout out uncle Phil, even though he was like, we don't know what his, the actor, I forgot his name right now, but we don't know what the actor was like as a person, but on the TV show, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he was his great father figure who was kind of like rough and rigid. He wasn't a conventional father, obviously he was his uncle. So, you know, it, but a lot of people were inspired that, that, by that because TV has, and just any kind of media, any form of media has that kind of influential over people, you know? Definitely. I, like, I'll give you a, a different example. Uh, like, I don't know if you remember, but Jared from uh, Subway. Oh, yeah, yes, dude. <laughs> Come on. You knew Jared was coming by, like, hey, buy my five dollar foot long, like, yeah, he was there. But then in real life, he was a weirdo. Yeah, he went to jail for you know dealing with kids. So um, it's just one of those things you never really know who that person is if you you know emulate them on over the internet. Like we right. look at YouTube stars and we're like, man, I wish I had their life. I wish I had their money. I wish I had this. But then two years later, you find out that they were never happy. You know, yeah. they, they were arguing all the time and they hated each other. And mm-hmm. you know, they, they deal with a lot of depression and they want to kill suicide. And it's like, you know, be careful what you wish for. You know what I mean? You have your own life. Be who you are. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Don't worry about what other people are thinking. You know, be who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's my whole goal is to show that. You can be who you want to be and be successful in your own skin. Mm-hmm. Take what, what, whether I'm teaching it or whoever's teaching it, you know, the, the listeners on the episode, take from their story the good and mm-hmm. then relate it to work for you. You know what I mean? Don't copy and paste and, and you know, wonder why it doesn't work. Like, that's their, that's their route. That's yeah. how you got there. You know what I mean? That's not how you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. There are going to be some people that cut and dry can do a cookie cutter. Yeah, of course. But majority of people are not going to get it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no two people in this world are the same. 
Not at all. Exactly. So going back to when you started the podcast, what were some of the, I guess, difficulties and obstacles that you had in the beginnings and the early starts of your podcast? Speaking, definitely. Um, I hated my voice. <laughs> I felt like uh, it just wasn't good enough. You know, I felt like it, it was either too bassy or, you know, it was, <laughs> you know, whatever the case is, it was, it was all in my head, but either way, um, public speaking, I've never been good at it. You know, even, even throughout school, I was never, I never liked to stand up in front of the class and teachers always made me do it. Mm-hmm. Stand up in front of the class, read your essay or read your, you know, paragraph or whatever. I hated that. You know, I was never, because I never really wanted to be out there, uh, like that. I never really liked the limelight. Um, but I feel, I always felt like I can like work within the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> there but like you you just didn't like acknowledge me like that and that was like one of those things that really messed me up because being popular in, in, in football you know that everybody is always around you yeah you know you have to act a certain way to please the masses in a sense and uh you know the things that 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 held me back from when i started my podcast was just me thinking that, you know, I, I wasn't good enough, you know, public speaking was just, cause you got to look at it this way, man. If you, when you start something, it, it, you always start off small mm-hmm. and eventually you'll get bigger. M- the most thing that stops most people is they're afraid that once they get bigger, then what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what do you, what, what happens after that? Cause, and that, and that was always my fear too. Like, with starting my podcast because I felt like okay I don't like what I sound like but what if other people do yeah yeah you know what I mean what's my excuse then I don't have one oh, I, I I gotta make an excuse really quick uh uh I can't shoot today because my microphone's not working yeah <laughs> I'm making excuses so uh that just goes back to the point of like some people are afraid of success mm-hmm. and actually i'm one of those people you know i uh i would always start something and then not really ever see it through right when it's about to blow up you know what i mean i always like find some way to get out of it or Mm -hmm. do it and with the podcast i was just like you know what i have a goal in mind and my goal is to help as many people as i can so i'm not gonna make an excuse this time you know i'm not gonna sit around and say that i can't do this and i can't do that you know i'm just i'm gonna just do it you know Mm-hmm. I have a passion, I have a goal in mind that, and I feel like that, that goal is going to be great for the universe, you know, because mm-hmm. why, why else would we be created if we weren't? Yeah, there you go. Finding your purpose, in other words. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'll go back to just to relate what you said. I hated my voice too the first time. Not, I had a little bit more practice with, you know, being at the radio station at Sac State and I was able to kind of play around with different tones and, and find my voice faster than, you know, because I had a little bit of experience with that before that started the podcast. But yeah, I definitely, I feel like that's normal. Like if you don't hate your voice, like maybe you're just one of those gifted people who are super like flamboyant and you're just born like to be very charismatic. But man, I feel like that's normal, like to hate your voice, especially when you first like start doing anything recording, whether it's with video, just a podcast and, and whatnot. 
that's the, that's the thing I still struggle with with video, man. Mm-hmm. I can shoot other people like no problem. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like I'm like a dork. Like, ah, why did I make that face? Ah, my hairline looks crappy and I just got a haircut. It's like, yeah. what? So, yeah, man. I, honestly, when I, when, I, when I first started listening to your podcast, mm-hmm. um, it just, it just seems so natural to you. And I was like, damn, how does he do that? Yeah. He'd be sitting there talking to someone uh, like after a volleyball game. And I'm like, oh, man. That's so cool. Yeah. I could never do that. Like, yeah. I'll be stumbling and, like, not looking at the camera and forgetting my lines. And <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely like to be behind the scenes. I don't, def- don't want to be uh, all up in the mix, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like we said earlier, and just, you know, repeat it again for the listeners, practice makes perfect because I was not perfect the first time. And just because you're good at one sport doesn't mean you're good at another sport. I I failed for sure a lot of times. You mentioned volleyball. I remember the first volleyball game I did, I, I was like, I didn't even really know what positions were and like what exactly was going on. So it was, it was, it was all practice makes perfect. And the more you do of anything, whether it's podcasting, whether it's shooting, photography, um, art, reading, like the more you practice, the better you're going to get riding a bike, anything. Consistency and hard work. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the key. That is the key to life. As long as you have those things, then that can stop you. Mm-hmm. So obviously, twenty—I wouldn't say it hasn't gone exactly how a lot of people plan. But twenty twenty, what are some other goals that you have for yourself this year? So twenty twenty, let's see. Well, I hope my my micro goal, well, my overall goal goal for the year is um, is to help about a hundred people. Mm-hmm um help about 100 people uh you know find their passion and, and and actually grow and grow with me being their mentor that's like my my ultimate goal um but my like daily goal is just to you know put out as much positivity as i can mm-hmm. even on a virus uh being as strong as it is mm-hmm. you know yeah some things in the media that are they're kind of overhyping it but yeah uh, but in the same breath, it is definitely very serious because it doesn't really affect you and I, you know, it doesn't really affect healthy people, but it will affect our grandparents and our parents. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, so, you know, we're not, we're not here really to, we're, we're really trying to live for them in a sense, because they lived for us when they, when they were our age and, um, it's, it's kind of like the time that we got to give back to them. So yeah. you know, we'll always tell ourselves that we'll never, ever be able to repay our parents, but yeah. this is times that we can definitely like put a dent in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, to your point about as far as like goals, like what do you, what do you want to do as far as, uh, as goals go? Like, what do you want to do at the end of this year? For, for me, myself, um, the end of this year, man, I, I want to start a network. I want to start a website of, and we already kind of got the ball rolling with Max, you know, Max, we already started doing the blog and right now it's just kind of like sports and a little bit of non-sports stuff. But, you know, I just feel like right after college, I was like, Hey, like I'm going to apply to ESPN, small radio station in Kansas, Fox, uh, Fox sports, Pac-12, doesn't matter. Like I'm just going to try and apply and work for a radio station or a TV station 
and none of that's been working out dude i've sent over like 200 applications and like gotten very few even interviews and it's been very to me it was like really hard for me for sure and um yeah so it just so eventually over time and obviously you know I, I kind of studied a lot of like bill simmons and and people who are creating joe rogan and, and whether it's in the podcast industry sports industry people who have kind of like created and dame dash is another person who i've come across studied a little bit more about jay-z and like what he did with Rockaware and everything else and all the brands that he had going on and just kind of i didn't have an entrepreneurial mindset in the beginning like even two years ago i didn't have an entrepreneurial mindset uh, but now I'm starting to, and now I think like it'd be, I think it's a lot more manageable that I've been able to, you know, accomplish a lot of these micro goals where at the end of this year, I would like to put together a network full of podcasts with a website full of blogs and about sports, pop culture, and basically go ahead, head, head to head with the ringer, go head to head with Barstool, go head to head with Bleach Report, and maybe even one day, you know, go head to head with ESPN, but obviously you got to start those small goals first, you know? I feel like uh, you're definitely on the right track. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you know, with your podcast being as successful as it is, and you know, things like that. I feel like you know, you can do it. You know, you, you have the personality, you have the mindset. You know, that's that's you're like halfway there, pretty much. Yeah. Now you just need to figure out, you know, what avenue you really want to go into. Right. And blogging and websites, they're they're like one and the same, but they're also different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to have your hand in like everything and then, yeah. you know, you're doing too many things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I feel like, you know, your whole ultimate goal is to start a network. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I believe that you can do it. You know, mm-hmm. you just got to put your mind to it and, and, and go for it, you know? Cause if you're not afraid that you're going to fail, you're not really going to ever grow. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You have to feel that fear like, ah, damn, am I going to, is this going to work? Uh-huh. You're going to feel like it's going to pay off because you've applied to ESPN. You've applied to, you know, Fox. You've applied to all these places. And I don't know if they turned you down, but they haven't gotten back to you yet. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of put like a little stain in your, in your heart. Mm-hmm. But that's just going to make the reward of you making your network station that much sweeter. You know what I mean? It's like, you're going to have one of those success stories that you can tell other people like, listen, mm-hmm. I was younger. I applied to ESPN. I applied to this place. I applied to this place. Yeah. <laughs> no, like we don't want you here. That's basically what they told me, but mm-hmm. I persevered. You know, I, I, I nutted and gutted it. And this is where I am today. I have my own radio station. I have this, I have this, I have this. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say, you know, that I'm boasting it and that, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm better than anybody else, but, I'm just telling you that hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. As long as you got that hard work and those micro goals, bro, I think you can do it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And the mindset is different too. I mean, like we, we, as a culture, we like people for, you know, how, like even Jay-Z, Jay-Z was turned down by a few different labels, right? E40 was turned down by a few different labels. You look at sports, everyone talks about how Michael Jordan didn't make his freshman basketball team. So we always, we always like hearing those stories, especially when they become great people. Like, Michael Jordan or like a Jay-Z where they were turned down originally at first. And, you know, I just named those two because of the first two to come off the head, top of my head. But I'm sure that, you know, there's a lot of people that we listen to, whether it's music, people we watch on YouTube, um, you know, that had like those failures. They, they always, I always see like Oprah was turned down from her first, you know, jobs in TV and stuff like that. So it's, it, it builds like a greater story. And sometimes that builds like the momentum and drive 
you need is to be like told no or just to be rejected or to not be believed in that kind of like ignites a fire up on your butt for sure you know exactly definitely yeah mm-hmm. before we end this show i do like to ask some fun questions just to kind of help the audience get to know you a little bit more uh if you could have any toppings on a pizza what would they be <laughs> any toppings on a pizza uh to be honest it would be pepperoni mm-hmm. and i know that's kind of weird to say but uh so i'm I'm Muslim for, for anybody who doesn't know. Um, and we're not able to eat pork. So I was never able to try pepperoni pizza. Mm-hmm. So if I could have any topping in the, on my pizza, it would definitely be pepperoni. Okay. All right. I like that, actually. <laughs> so if you could go back to any time or place in the future or in the past, where would you want to go to? What time period? Uh, hmm. I would probably say I would want to go back to when I was younger, probably about like seven or eight. Oh, okay. Those times, man, life just seemed so simple. Mm -hmm. It just seemed like all you had to do was wake up and go play marbles with your friends. Yeah. Oh, marbles, man. You threw it back. Okay. Damn. (laughs) You got the boulders, you know, you got all those things and it was just, it was just simple, you know? You yeah. go outside, play with your friends, eat some lunch at you know at twelve o'clock, mm-hmm. and then start it all over again. So that if if I can go back, I would definitely go back to then. But uh, I wouldn't want to want to go throughout high school and all that again. That was- <laughs> I feel that, bro. If you could have a conversation with any person or multiple people um, in history, too, dead or alive, who would they be? have to say my my grandfather my Mm -hmm. mom's dad he was uh he was very he was an influential part in my life Uh, i was the reason he stopped smoking but you know truth be told i was probably the reason why he died too because after he started after he stopped uh smoking he passed like a couple months later and you know it's like one of those things where as long as they're doing it they're okay but the minute they stop is like when when everything you know hits the fan so um i would probably just go back you know and talk to him and see how his life has been so far you mm-hmm. know and you know let him know all the things that i've done and and accomplished and you know wished he was here to uh to see it mm-hmm. nice if you could um if you were abandoned on an island what are some five things that you would have to bring with you on that island okay trapped on an island now, i watch a lot of movies bro so i'm gonna be doing some good stuff no i'm just kidding <laughs> starter for sure a tent uh, a pot and uh let's see what else a water jug and extra boxers <laughs> mm, I like that. Excellent. Okay, that's important. <laughs> if you could have any kind of exotic pet, what would it be? Uh, I'd probably say a black panther. Ooh, ooh, okay. I like that. Just chilling in your backyard. More of a cat person, which is okay because most people like dogs, but I kind of like cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, black panther has always been super cool for me, so it would definitely be a black panther. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What is one area of your life that you really would like to see yourself grow in more? It would definitely have to be confidence. Mm-hmm. But, uh, gaining that confidence that and letting myself know that, you know, I am worth it. I am worthy. And, you know, I can be great and showcase that, you know what I mean? That's, that's what I, what I really want to work on within myself. That that confidence definitely hinders you from doing a lot of things. So Mm -hmm. I want to work on that. Mm -hmm. Man, this has been dope. Really appreciate you again for being a part of the show. Um, Before we go ahead and, you know, stop this, uh, go ahead and plug your Instagram and where the people can listen to your podcast. Yeah. So we're, we're on uh, all all platforms as far as podcasting goes, whether that be uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. We're, we're on all of them. Uh, it's at The Social Digest. And uh, for the Instagram, it's The Social Digest because for some weird reason, some random guy had The Social Digest and he has like nothing. No oh, dude, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. You just ruined it for me. But so I had to put uh, the social digest was just the with two E's and then social. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, if you if you know any entrepreneurs, if you guys want to, you know, just sit back, kick it, relax, mm-hmm. you know, the homie, then, hey, come listen to my podcast. Come join me. If you want to be on the show, I got to, you know, shoot me an email. I can I can hook you up and we can uh, we can chat it up. Mm hmm. There you go, man. Yes, really, like I, just to vouch for you again, man. Really love your show and looking forward to what's to come in the future for your show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I appreciate that, man. And I, and I thank you for having me on. Uh, I, it, you know, it's been a blast. I don't even know how long we've been talking, but it feels like 15 minutes, to be honest with you. Bro, I know. That's what people tell me. And it's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. That's why I love this platform and this, just like conversating like this, you know what I mean? Like pretending not the mic's not even there because it just goes by so quickly. Because you know when you have a relationship with somebody and it just flows, you know what I mean. It just it you know makes it feel makes it feel good. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, I, I definitely appreciate you having me on, and uh, I hope to be back soon. You know, I hope to be back on the show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Stay safe out there. Noah Alvarez here to wrap up another episode of the Mike and I podcast. Don't forget episode 100. We're doing a giveaway, and I'll be announcing it that next week. But keep a keep a lookout for our episode or not an episode, for a post on the My Mike and I Instagram page at my period Mike and period I coming Sunday, April 5th, where I'll be announcing and making that post where you can participate in the giveaway. And yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Or follow me on Twitter at underscore Noah Alvarez if you're not on the Instagram platform. And remember, $25 Amazon gift card and some stickers or a really good book about hip-hop and the history of hip-hop with some stickers. So those are the two prizes that I'm giving away for episode 100. Uh, If you guys really like this episode, be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast. That's also part of the giveaway. That's how you win. So, you know, it's a a good transition there. If you're listening on Spotify, SoundCloud, or those other uh, platforms, be be sure to hit that follow button. And if you can, you know, shoot this podcast, shoot the link to somebody that you think would really enjoy this podcast. Uh, appreciate Generic Sports for producing the instrumental in the background. One more time to appreciate Vince Correa for designing the Mike and I logo. And I appreciate you, the listener, for listening to another episode of the My Mike and I podcast. I'm Noah Alvarez, the host, signing off. Till next time.